2: from the abraham
3: lincoln
4: radio studio at the george washington broadcast center jack armstrong
5: and joe getty armstrong and getty show
6: do you still get to be the goat if the last thing people remember is you quitting on your team for emotional reasons Greatest of all time Olympian uh, gymnast Simone Biles, for emotional reasons, quit today, and that caused her team to drop into the silver medal slot. Just not feeling it today, guys. Good luck. Play hard. How about you go out and try anyway?
7: Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know a little more. I guess she's done an interview already at this point, but... um, oh, A short one. Y- you got to make the point. They were better off without me.
6: Yeah. I oh, could
7: feel it. Things were going sideways. It would. I, I helped the team by bowing out.
6: You, you do have to make that point. Because she, what she said was, I was worried about doing something silly. And then she said, I'm going to take a d- half day off. And then I'm going to decide whether or not I do the individual. That's exactly the wrong thing to say. Because yeah. if you were worried about embarrassing yourself, it was, it was your only worry. And you're concentrating now on the individual. That's not a good look for the whole team. I know
7: squat about gymnastics, except that you have to squat a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 gym High-level gymnasts, those in the know, maybe you could text us or email us. Um, is the team competition really just a warm-up for the individuals, for the elite? Is it just a chance to get out there on the gear in that stadium, get a feel for it, Obviously, you try to pull off your routines the best you can because sure. it's it's a dress rehearsal. But is Simone Biles saying, "Yeah, things were not going real well. I didn't want to injure myself. I need to get my act together. Y'all, go ahead, have fun." But for
6: the important part, which I'm, is coming exactly. up this weekend,
7: I'm going to get my head together for the important part. Is that what happened? Mm. I don't. I don't know.
6: And stop looking at social media. All you people, if social media is making it so you can't, you know, j- jump over a vault or go to work or whatever it is, stop looking at it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. Thanks, Twitter.
7: You know, we heard a million times. Very, very important. You guys have got to have a huge social media presence. You got to be on Instagram, you're Twitter, you Facebook. It's important. It's maybe, maybe even more important than the show. You got to get huge on social media. We heard that for years. I, uh, I haven't been tweeting much at all lately. Maybe I should. I'll jump on there occasionally, but it's like, I don't know. It's like there are things I like to do a lot, and there are things I like to do once in a while, but it's unhealthy. It's like it, it, Twitter to me is like getting hammered. You know, if you do it once in a great while, it's probably okay. But if you find yourself doing it every day, you got a problem. You Stop know?
6: the hammering. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's
7: just toxic and ugly. Anyway.
6: And most people are not on Twitter.
7: Uh, that is true. And most people on Twitter don't produce
6: the content. No. No. It's a handful of people controlling the conversation.
7: Yeah. The angriest, least nuanced most motivated or, or profit-minded who who produce those opinions you
6: see like we have tens of thousands of followers and like when I when I when I look on there and see who's tweeting at us it's like the same six all the time mm. six people yeah with tens of thousands of followers so it's just that's yeah. just the way all of Twitter is
7: yeah yeah uh, so uh, crime is a big and growing story in America some of the videos that are coming out now that there are cameras everywhere, Just horrific, brutal crimes. They're reminding people who have forgotten somehow, perhaps they haven't been touched by crime. They're reminding people that there are predators. There are people who have no compassion for their fellow human being. They have no desire to make a living. They want to steal a living, and they'll hurt anybody they have to. And or they're gangbangers, and they just have no regard for human life, and they're more than willing to slaughter people. And as the grand experiment in decriminalizing crime has gone forward, we've seen rising crime rates, violent crime rates, just horrific numbers of shootings in America's blue cities in particular, and people are starting to think, whoa, wait wait a minute, there mean people around who will hurt us? Uh, Yeah, yeah, there always have been, we just had them in jail for a while there. Over-incarceration, particularly impacting black people, etc., and then listen, there are injustices, and they're worth looking into, but I think society's starting to wake up to the fact that if you decriminalize crime, you get a hell of a lot of crime, and a hell of a lot of people are hurt. There's one particularly horrific video of a, a 68-year-old man just beaten brutally and robbed by a young man. We'll leave race out of it. Uh, he's uh, he had a number of broken bones, broken nose, facial injuries. He's going to be in the hospital for a long time. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget or people just don't contemplate the fact that that man will be damaged for life. He will live the rest of his life in pain and fear, physical pain from his broken bones that will not go away, and fear that will never leave his brain.
6: No, I can't imagine.
7: That's what that young man did to him. He's a monster. He needs to be in a cage and not let out again. There are some people who are trying to get your attention and pass various uh, reforms to the reforms, criminal justice. The fabulous Tim Scott was talking about this. Uh, We didn't get to it yesterday, but I thought
1: the tapes were pretty good. Uh, Can we do clip 50, Michael? The one thing you cannot do in police reform is leave the impression that somehow we're going to demonize Police officers. That is dead stop, not gonna happen, can't happen. We can see today in Baltimore over almost 400 officers vacant. In other words, They need 400 more officers, so much so that they're asking for 100 federal officers to come in and to fill the void. When you demonize police officers, when you defund the police, and you start talking about this war on police and prosecution and not on crime, you're going to have a reduction in forces, and if you tell officers that their personal liability is on the line, It is a bad decision. That's one of the reasons why we've never been negotiating on qualified immunity for the individual officer. It's just bad policy. I won't support it.
7: He went on to say we must refund the police training recruitment and and that sort of thing. And then uh, Chad Pilgrim was reporting on a comprehensive crime bill that they're trying to get going
5: on the floors of, of Congress. Clip 54. Michael. The crime scourge grips U.S. cities, and Americans demand solutions. Increase police presence. Increase funding for police. We should work on that, especially from you know, like the government should do something about it. Yet there are few plans to combat crime in cities controlled by Democrats. Congressional Democrats resist writing a comprehensive crime bill, even as they spend trillions elsewhere.
1: We have the highest level of violence in 50 years, and we have liberals in Washington literally saying we need more. The economy is overheating. Their formula for success is miserable.
6: Uh, I don't think he's going to run for president. He said he's not going to run for another term of Senate, and uh, and he uh, talked about how awful it is that people come to D.C. and become life for politicians, mm. even people claim they weren't going to be. So I don't think he's going to run for president. I wish he would. But anyway, that aside, um, yeah, this crime thing. The majority of Americans, including a majority of Democrats, I believe, agree that crime is a problem. We need more cops. That whole defund the police thing that was popular with like the media and no one else was one of the worst campaign slogans in the history of campaigning.
7: Yeah, and I think as violence continues to escalate that that is going to become even more poisonous and just become as laughable as it is. Uh finally clip 56. Listen to this self-contained
5: Freshman Democrat Cori Bush is one of the most outspoken voices when it comes to defunding the police.
8: I am for defunding the police, and for me it's a reallocation of
5: funds. But Bush's Federal Election Commission filings reveal she spent close to $70,000 in campaign money on private security to protect herself, even as she demanded police lose their funding. So it's police for thee, but not for ye. Bush's office did not reply to questions about her own security. There's almost, a shock.
6: Almost everybody who is crying to fund the police has a personal security. The government officials, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Or you live in a neighborhood where crime is never going to reach.
7: Hey, I got an idea, geniuses. How about you defund all of the wasteful, redundant, nobody-knows-what-they-do government programs that spend trillions of dollars every year? There would be plenty of money for your, your pet projects or your very, very worthy interests in mental health or... Or That sort of thing Why, why don't you become Hey Corey Bush Why don't you become a fiscal conservative Really crack down on the bloat in government and, and you'll end up with bags and bags and bags of money To do what you think is right If you can get the votes
6: Speaking of criminals Luckily this guy was not uh, successful Man blows off his own hand Seeking revenge on hot cheerleaders Fed say I'm mm. going to I'm gonna show them He's one of those incel weirdos. Oh. Self-described incel, which stands for involuntarily celibate. celibate. Mm-hmm. Um, and who blame. So they're like, you're either not attractive enough, or it seems like in most cases, you're so freaking weird, you can't get a date. And you blame the normal and attractive people of the world for that mm-hmm. and want to hurt them. That's very
7: a conspiracy. Very yeah.
6: crazy group. The incels. Anyway, he was going to do something awful to some cheerleaders, and luckily he blew off his own hand. How did they catch him? Well, they followed a trail of blood to his apartment uh, from his uh, bleeding stump, and uh, when they got there, he said, I got injured while my lawnmower overturned and exploded. The police said they found no signs in his overgrown lawn that it had been mowed at all recently, and also found a... Uh, he had marks to his face and neck and figured out that he had blown off his own hand trying to go after some hot cheerleaders at the mall. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that crazy. could have been horrific. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy.
7: Yep. Everybody thinks that their gripe is worthy of violence these days. Uh, it's, uh, it's unhealthy. Speaking of unhealthy. Some of the things the CDC said. Oh, and the WHO, our good friends, the WHO. Do you remember all the hand-washing and wiping down of surfaces that people are still doing now for some reason? Even though you're not going to catch the vid off a surface.
6: They're still doing that. Yep. I go I go lots of places where they do that. In between customers, they go around with the squirty bottle and squirt stuff off. Any eyeglass place, because I've been sharpening for eyeglasses a lot lately, You have to have a special tray, and you take them off, and then you put them in the tray. You don't put them back on the thing, and then they clean them at some point? I don't think they actually do. I think it's a dog and pony show. I think it's, you know, security theater.
7: Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, uh, that was based on uh, faulty science. And when the leaders, the international leaders in that field of science told the WHO, hey, you're getting this wrong, it's airborne, it's transmissible airborne, they told them to shut up and go away. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Great story. Oh, it's a laugh riot. You'll enjoy it. Stay with us.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
5: Armstrong and
6: Getty Show. Hey, a sports note—that's college sports. If you're into that, Texas and Oklahoma announced yesterday they're going to leave the Big 12 and go to the SEC. So that'll—that's if you're into college sports, it's a big deal. If you're not, you don't care at all. Chaos
7: in the ranks of college football. The gentleman you're about to hear talking is an ER doctor or nurse—I'm not sure which. Thirty-two.
8: Tips from the ER. You should get vaccinated. Yes, of course, you can still get COVID-19 even if you're vaccinated. The same way you can still get pregnant if you use birth control, and the same way you can still die from a car accident if you use a seatbelt. But that doesn't mean you're not going to use the birth control or the seatbelt. The vaccine is not a cure, mother It is a layer of protection, up to 95%. 95% is not 100%. They've been telling you this since day one. You can still get COVID-19 even if you're vaccinated. We didn't kill the virus, it's still very much there, but the vaccine helps protect you from developing severe symptoms from the virus, so you don't die. It also reduces the risk of you spreading the virus, so other people don't die. Did you think about that? Of course not, you selfish (laughs) There are people around the world who would give up their left nut for a vaccine shot, Mm. and you're worried that it's some government scheme to microchip and track you? They're tracking you through your phones, mother (laughs) Get your vaccine <laughs> shots. Get your vaccine
7: shots. <laughs> 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 uh, boy, Jack, you'd really enjoy that video, too, because he makes frequent use of emojis on his uh,
6: TikTok video. Was that our old producer, Vince? That's what it reminded me of. Uh, a little They're bit. tracking you through your phones already.
7: <laughs> Interesting story in Wired. They uh, begin with a scientist named Lindsey Marr who was part of a, an organization of aerosol scientists. She's a physicist, essentially. One of the few in the world who also studies infectious diseases. She is at the very top of her profession globally.
6: A physicist who studies diseases?
7: Yeah, which which we'll be getting to the connection in just a second, because it's pretty interesting. But to her, the new coronavirus looked as if it could hang in the air, infecting anyone who breathed in enough of it. For people indoors, that posed a considerable risk. But the EWHO didn't seem to have caught on just days before the organization had tweeted, fact, COVID-19 is not airborne. You remember that? That's why Mar was skipping her usual morning workout to join 35 other aerosol scientists. They were trying to warn the WHO they were making a big mistake.
6: I think I get why she's a physics person into this, yeah. The yeah. physics of droplets and gravity and everything else. Exactly. Yep.
7: moistly. Over Zoom, they laid out the case. They ticked through a growing list of super-spreading events that had been identified in restaurants, call centers, cruise ships, a choir rehearsal, instances where people got sick even though they were across the room from a contagious person. The incidents contradicted the WHO's main safety guidelines of keeping three to six feet distant and frequent hand-washing and don't touch your face. That's stupidity which goes on. If COVID uh, only traveled in large droplets that immediately fell to the ground, as the WHO was saying, then wouldn't the distancing and the hand-washing have prevented such outbreaks? Infectious air was more likely the culprit, they argued. But the WHO's experts appeared to be unmoved. If they were going to call it airborne, they wanted more direct evidence, uh, proof that would take months. Meanwhile, thousands of people were falling ill every day. At one point on the call, Lydia Moraska, a revered atmospheric physicist who had arranged the meeting, tried to explain how infectious particles of different sizes could potentially travel. One of the WHO experts abruptly cut her off, telling her, you're wrong. His rudeness shocked her. You just don't argue with Lydia about physics. One of the world's leading physicists begging the WHO, listen to me, it's transmissible airborne and they said shut up but so why pride territory stubbornness I, we're the experts
6: here i understand the other stuff and you know the role china played in it but th- this doesn't make any sense
7: <sighs> yeah it well like i say I, I think i explained it it's it's uh you don't question me you don't tell me my field i'm the expert here i'm the vice president of the who don't you tell me i'm wrong you're wrong Just human arrogance. Anyway, but one of the big arguments was that uh, the word airborne is only applied to particles smaller than five microns. And she went into this. I wish we had more time for this, but we're running out of time. But she dug and she dug and she dug and she dug and she couldn't figure out where the hell that number came from. It was completely accepted. It was a truism in the study of disease. But as a physicist, she's like, oh, no, air currents and heat and air velocity and the rest of it. Much bigger microns can stay in the air for hours. What are you talking about? But the WHO had no interest in hearing it.
6: Man, the number of levels of failure on this earth. Armstrong
2: and Getty.
4: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
5: The Armstrong
3: and Getty Show Hey the world, me and yours truly Played like crap today, but anyway Let's talk about COVID You know, I have a buddy I play golf with He's a great cook, and he invites his golf buddies And friends, and, and uh, over to his house often uh, For dinner On Sundays and but uh, a lot of us have had COVID a lot of us say we ain't coming over unless everybody's got their shots. So everybody comes over there and say they got their shots. Three weeks ago, one of the ladies uh, who's 52 who has two teenage daughters, she said she had got her shots and she lied. She hadn't. She caught COVID and got real sick, went to the hospital. Nine days later, she died. So we got two girls who are without kids. Without a father, a mother rather, and I got to say, we're sad and we're pissed. There's no reason for her not to have gotten her shots.
6: Okay, that's that's O.J. Simpson. We probably should have let you know that in case you didn't recognize the voice. That's O.J. Simpson, who's appalled at some woman who lied because she's now dead, leaving her kids motherless.
7: Imagine that. Imagine the tragedy.
6: That. Mom dying early. Well, and, wow. uh, and what a horrible thing it is to do to lie.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying.
6: Damn. Damn. O.J. Simpson draws the line at lying in terms of a human fault. All right. Then he
7: lectures his, uh, Bill's his, his fellow Bill Cole Beasley, who is complaining about getting vaccinated. Is this any good, Michael? What?
6: I, I didn't pull this clip.
7: Oh, you didn't? You no. don't know? Okay. It's up to you, Jack. I uh, know you're ready to roll on other stuff.
6: Uh, I think we probably get the gist of OJ. Yeah, right now, but yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's extraordinary, though.
3: Damn, he
6: has Amen. he has no self awareness around that, does he? I don't think so. So, so not not only at the level of because so are, are most people I know I think you are are under the impression that like he has convinced himself he didn't do it. I think so. But, yeah, but even if that's true. He's got to be aware enough of the fact that a lot of people think he did do it even I, if he
7: believes he didn't do it I don't know his his ability to delude himself like his ability to break through the offensive lines practically unlimited
6: because you know even if I didn't do something but but if other people thought I did I'd be aware with what I said sure yeah you know yeah
7: <laughs> not the juice. It's so like he's not really the juice anymore. Juice.
6: <laughs> oh boy. Uh, by the way, speaking of the uh, vaccine stuff like that, San Francisco bars are going to require proof of COVID nineteen vaccine or a negative test to enter. Before you can go into a bar. And back when I was a drinker, I would have uh, you know I would definitely carried that around in my pocket because you are not going to keep me out of the bar when I am vaccinated. I
7: got to see if I got my uh, little uh, sheet they gave me in my. Favorites for photos.
6: I don't know where mine is. I,
7: I took a picture of it, but it ages ago.
6: Yeah, that's a drag. Um. Yep, there it is.
7: Look at me. I'm all vaccinated in this. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Thanks, OJ.
6: So, just to touch on this, in uh, and and the lefty media is just absolutely loving today politically because the House Select Committee hearing on the events of January 6th, started today. And they're talking to police officers who were there at the time trying to protect the Capitol against a marauding crowd of uh, violent people. And um, the lefty media is lo- loving trying to hang this around Trump or all Republicans in general, and so they're really, really enthusiastic about this. Fox, I don't know if they're covering it. Let me let me switch over right now to Fox to see if they're on it. Because uh, MSNBC News... MSNBC, CNN, they're going to wall-to-wall on it. Even your major networks are blowing out their, their big money-making programming today um, and going uh, with it on NBC and ABC and CBS. Let's see if Fox News is doing it. Again, I'm a conservative. Fox News, to what is that? The damage caused I don't that want that. Yep. Need to call- Turn that off. Uh, that's Fox. Fox News is covering it. Okay. We've got a couple of highlights. Here's a couple of the police officers that were... Uh, Speaking today of what it was like on January 6th. On that day, I participated in the defense of the United States Capitol from an armed mob, an armed mob of thousands determined to get inside because I was among the vastly outnumbered group of law enforcement officers protecting the Capitol and the people inside it. I was grabbed, beaten, tased, all while being called a traitor to my country. I was at risk of being stripped of and killed with my own firearm as I heard chance of killing with his own gun. I could still hear those words in my head today. Yikes. So that's pretty intense, and that's Michael Fanone, a police officer, who was testifying earlier today. Uh, He talked about at one point how he said he heard people yelling while he was on the ground and he was being tased. Uh, and like couldn't move because that's what taz- tasers do and he heard people yelling we've got one we've got one over here we got one let's get him and he thought he he th- actually thought he was going to die uh w- we got a couple more clips let's hear him uh, they became incredibly violent and that's when that uh, surge that you watched in some of the video uh, began and you had uh, a large group at the mouth of that uh, tunnel entrance, trying to push their way through the officers who were fighting to defend it. I believe had they done so or had they accomplished that, they would have trampled us to death. Most certainly you would have had police officers killed. Uh, he believes he was unconscious for about four minutes and is very happy that he lived through that experience as people were beating him with all kinds of objects. Uh, that did happen, you realize. Mm-hmm. Even if your friend, like I've got a friend who went into the Capitol perfectly uh calmly and was just there for the protest, not to beat people, there were people there who were beating police officers to try to get into the Capitol to stop the election from being certified. Right. That right. did happen, you realize. Well, and even if you like Trump and...
7: Don't like the deep deep state and can't stand Nancy Pelosi. A lot of that ugliness did happen. Some people can can deal with that. Quote, unquote, my side or people I might agree with did something terrible. Uh, I can accept that.
6: I can comprehend that. My side. What side are people on who are beating police officers to get into a Capitol to stop a uh, legislative proceeding to go on? I don't know what side they're on. Well, right, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can handle that. Some people can't.
7: they get angry. They're writing their angry emails to us right now. Why are you guys even paying attention to this? Blah blah, blah blah blah
6: So what do you think is going to come out of these hearings? Little. Which would be the answer to pretty much every hearing that has happened in my adult lifetime.
7: I would like them to get a handle on what are the protocols? What were they? What should they be? How did we not get back up to the Capitol more quickly?
6: Yeah, at the very least. And what what bothers me about this is it's going to go too far the, the other direction. And, you know, it, the, the, which is what always happens. It's like, uh, you know, it's the how we're still taking off our shoes at the airport. <laughs> the same sort of thing. But um, how in the hell can a bunch of people show up and end up in Nancy Pelosi's office? I mean, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, that should not happen. So I hope they can get a handle on that. I have a feeling that there's more interest being in in scoring political points than there is on actually answering those questions. Uh, Yeah, not not by the cops.
7: The cops, I'd say, are completely sincere. But the, the overall outline of the thing is absolutely trying to score political points. I mean, I understand why people are cynical about it. It's not the hearing. I am cynical about the hearing. I'm not cynical about what happened January 6th and people trying to kill cops.
6: When you're a policeman on the ground and you think you're about to be beaten to death by somebody who's got a U.S. flag who claims to care about the Constitution so that they can get in and stop a constitutional requirement from occurring, it's got to be really a, a, a situation of some... Serious dissonance going on in your mind. It's a good thing you can't die from irony. Yeah. Yeah. Still only one person has been charged with anything, right?
7: Uh, I'm not sure that's true. There there have been a bunch of minor charges. One only one person's been sentenced to time. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have pled out to unauthorized entry of a secured area and stuff like that. That's, that's like, what
6: happened with our friend who was there.
7: Yeah. Yeah. You just you pay a traffic ticket yeah, and they exactly. tell you to cut it out.
6: And it should have been for them. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. There have been no sedition charges. There have been no treason charges or any serious uh, charges at this point.
6: How about the guy with the horns? Is
7: uh, a- wearing a buffalo head without authorization, I believe, was <laughs> the charge. Um,
6: wearing a loincloth in a federal building? Yeah, exactly. Failing to properly secure
7: one's genitals. Uh, you know, it's amazing that because he's wacky looking, that got so much attention and people trying to beat cops to death yeah. was kind of incidental. Yeah. Um, yeah well one of the
6: one of the policemen says today that it was like a medieval battle um and that's the way it's looked to me from the beginning and man oh man you look at the videos up close it was like it was like fighting has been between humans since it was just uh, sticks and rocks exactly with the line moving back and forth and oh my gosh you know
7: I believe in law and order and equal treatment under the law, that sort of thing. But anybody who used an American flag to try to beat somebody to death, I would like them to serve some time. Oh,
6: hell yeah. Yeah. What is wrong with I mean, you? an enhanced sentence. What is, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with Simone Biles, the biggest star on the Olympic U.S. team? Spoiler alert to none, your radio if you don't want to hear this. She quit today, at least for today. And, uh, and for emotional reasons, we'll hear a little more about that uh, coming up next. What is going on with uh, either her or just young people in general? Our text line is 415 295 KFTC.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
5: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
6: Welcome back to Tokyo Live. We're the biggest news of the night, and really the entire Olympics so far. Simone Biles is out of the team competition. Now, we heard John Roethlisberger, who's on the call, say it's not injury-related. We don't want to speculate further, but we do want to point out a tweet we saw from Simone after qualifying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she talked about just the amount of pressure that is on her. And, you know, when you talk about representing the United States, you can see, you know, just read it in detail what she's talking about. The pressure
1: is so real. You're Simone Biles. You're twenty. Four years old, the entire country, the entire world is watching your performance. So much is expected yeah. out of her. And the truth is, like she said, she's human. And
0: she feels the weight of that.
2: Um, to focus on my well-being, and you know, there's more
8: to life than just gymnastics, and it is very unfortunate that it has to happen at, at this stage because I definitely want to miss the look to go a little bit better. But again, take it one day at a time, we're gonna see how the rest goes.
6: Well, she sounds pretty matter-of-fact about the fact that she pulled out of everything she lives for her entire life uh, for emotional reasons.
7: Yeah, pretty chipper there. Interesting. Uh, She said a number of interesting things. I was second-guessing myself and thought, best to let the girls do it, meaning the rest of her team. And they stepped up to the plate, she told reporters afterward. I didn't want to go out there and do something dumb and get hurt. It's just not worth it. We're not just athletes. We're people. She's felt that she... She had felt a combination of extraordinary pressures in the run-up to the Olympics. Quote, it sucks when you're fighting with your own head. When you think what everybody is going to think, the Internet, you just feel that weight of the world. I pushed through that. Wow, so it is about social media and reading her own press clippings, as they used to say in the entertainment business.
6: I'm shocked that the coaches don't say, you know, if I catch anybody on Twitter, I'm taking your phone away. Or take their phones away. Don't look at any Twitter for the two months leading up to the Olympics or the entire time we're there. I'm shocked that they don't do that. Well, and so much
7: in news is just sensational clickbait stuff these days. So don't look at news. Don't read about the Olympics. Focus. Yeah, I'll bet they will in the future. I mean, this is is a major moment. At the end of the day, we want to walk out of here, she said, uh, as well as repeating several times, I wasn't in the right mental space.
6: So we did get this tweet from somebody who is a gymnast cuz Joe asked this question. Hey uh, Armstrong and Getty show, as a gymnast myself and a coach, when you're competing at that level and doing the things she's doing, I think she felt that she the, there could be the possibility of injury, as oh, she yeah. mentioned there. Yeah. So like if you if you got to do it just right to do, you know, three spins in the air and land on one foot or whatever. If you do it wrong, you land on your neck, you're <laughs> you break your neck. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, I can't believe, though, that somebody at her level, like NBA players I know, NFL players, your your professional athletes in those other sports, they don't look at the media. They ignore that stuff for those very re- various reasons so that they can stay focused. They don't even hear about these things. Unbeaten since
7: 2013 in the all-around. They mentioned she was carrying a heavy burden, touted as the greatest of all time, being unbeaten since 2013, suing the same national governing body she was competing for over a sexual abuse by former national team physician Larry Nassar, under the spotlight of being the only self-identified victim still competing at the highest level of the sport.
6: Now, somebody, I haven't watched that much Olympic coverage. I watched the Friday night opening ceremony, but somebody said she did do an interview about the sexual stuff earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. If, If she had that on her mind at all, who knows what role that plays? Yeah, I've known victims victims of sexual abuse, and it can dominate their lives, and then the fact that she's doing interviews about it this week for national television, and a freaking nasser scumbag who should be executed today the, uh, the 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 doctor who is raping all these little girls he was in the news this week, so if she's following social media, she probably saw that. Wow. And speaking of social
7: media, after qualifications, she wrote, I truly do feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders at
6: times. That's too bad. You yeah. you put that on yourself. Nobody can put that on you. You put that on yourself. And you, you, if you didn't follow any of that stuff, you wouldn't feel that way.
7: Yeah. I think we're probably going to see some new guidelines. If somebody is mentally just monstrously strong, as Simone Biles could have her mojo undone by social media. What's that doing to normal people? Yeah. And how powerful a force is it if it can get her off her game? That's something. Do you think she ends up retiring because it's just no longer fun anymore?
6: Well, I think she was, good. She was at retirement age anyway um, after this Olympics. But it's uh, interesting to see if she competes in the, in the individual uh, over the next couple of days. That'll get huge ratings if she does. The... Uh, U.S. team finished second. I don't know if we mentioned that. We got the silver, and uh, we're the overwhelming favorite to win the third straight gold. But uh, they're star quit.
7: Lost to a team so full of cheaters that they can't even perform under their own banner, the uh, Russians.
5: Um, Not
6: to bring it back to this, because I don't really want to talk about it, but the January 6th hearing is going on right now. One of the reasons that it carries no weight is freaking Adam Schiff is currently asking questions. Oh, yeah. Adam Schiff, who made so much crap up for five full years. He is not a long ball hitter. Lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. Full of crap. And the source of many classified leaks. (laughs) Is now asking questions about this. So... (sighs) Well, just a little bit ago, we were talking about you know you need to recognize what actually happened and the truth and that blah blah blah. When well, they got Adam Schiff up there, which sullies the whole thing. Why is anybody going to believe anything that comes out of it when you got him up there? One of the
5: greatest. Yes, neck we I've know, sir. Seen.
6: Yeah, the thin neck. He's <laughs> a,
7: a, a notorious congenital liar speaking in high and mighty tones. See, that doesn't do justice any good, Nancy, you old hag. That doesn't do finding out what happened and how we can prevent it any good when you have a hack and a liar and a jackass like him on the bandstand. God, just to look at him fills me with loathing.
6: But wouldn't allow Jim Jordan on, who's the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee? Right, he's the top guy for the Republicans. You wouldn't allow because him on he the was committee.
7: too pro Trump. Good morning. But you can have Adam Schiff on, who threw away any pretense at truth or morality, the Constitution, anything, doing anything he could to get Trump. Great. Um. Congress sucks.
6: Final minute of this segment. Does anybody have a typewriter they want to sell me? I want a typewriter really bad. I,
7: I uh, discarded my last
6: one several years ago. We should have hung on to it. They're they're going for crazy money. My mom, I wish my mom kept the typewriter I learned to type on as a kid. Old-timey, one of those cool old-timey portables. Oh, those yeah. things are worth crazy money now. Wow. The yeah. last company that makes typewriters closed up like 10 years ago. China now makes some typewriters, but they're supposed to be crap. Mm. Anyway, I'm looking for a typewriter. mm if anybody's got one, let me know. Plus,
7: a snow leopard at San Diego Zoo is tested positive for COVID-19, has oh. gotten loose, and is running around biting people and giving them COVID. Wow. Well, part of that report was <laughs> true anyway. I wish we had time to outline which parts were true and which were made up. Although, Unfortunately, we don't. So, We're out of time, unfortunately. <laughs> Just run for your lives. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
5: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.